Welcome to For the Record, episode 18 with Kyle Holt from SP2. Welcome, aftermarket pros, to For the Record from the creator of the award winning Remarkable Results Radio Podcast. A slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record. Hello, Carm Capriato here, and in just a few seconds, Kyle Holt shares some sobering thoughts about the poaching of our best automotive students because of pay, benefits, and tools. The For the Record podcast is reaching so many with this unique concept of challenging the thinking in the industry. So glad to have you engaged in accepting the opinion of your aftermarket colleagues. Kyle has a very important message for the industry that I believe may send a tremor throughout Please let me know what you think. Kyle's talking points and links to his previous episodes can be found on the show notes page at remarkableresults.biz slash F018. Okay, as you know, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media LLC. For the Record is sponsored by the power of the spoken word. Let it in and learn something new with each episode of the Town Hall Academy. Okay. Now here's Kyle Holt for the record. Hi, this is Kyle Holt with SP2. And, you know, one of the things that we always are talking about with our customers, with the schools that we work with, well, really with anybody in industry, is the technician shortage. It's the number one problem that we face in this industry. It's everywhere. It's pervasive. We've got to... Stop acting like it's something that is coming. It's here. It's a problem, and we've got to start solving the problem. Uh, Our goal at SP2 is to be part of the solution. We want to help more technicians enter the industry and stay there by finding the right first employer. And that means we're working to help move career tech students from their education into industry. Now, what we'd like to see is students moving from a high school program into a post-secondary and then into industry. But that's not always realistic. Sometimes the students are going to move directly from high school into industry. Whatever the case may be, they need to move in to the industry instead of leaving the industry to go stock shelves at Walmart or to work at Wendy's or to uh, you know be a uh, working with a moving company. We've got to get them to move into industry. And one of the things that we've done is we work with not only automotive service, not only collision repair, not only heavy-duty diesel programs. We work with all of the above. We want all of the industry, all of the transportation industry as a whole, to benefit from students moving into industry. I love working with the transportation industry. I love working with each segment of the transportation industry. But one of the segments I believe can solve their technician shortage overnight And that is the diesel industry. And I think that that puts both automotive service and collision repair at risk. And here's why. Diesel realized several years ago that they can and should pay their technicians more when they're leaving school as their entry-level technicians. And they want to make sure that those students who are entering their place of business – have the tools that they need to do the job. In the automotive service and collision repair industries, 
we act like it's the 60s or 70s where everybody's still working on cars in their garage with their dads, and that's not the case. You know, it's 2018. We're working, uh, we're working in shops with very technologically advanced tools and on very technologically advanced vehicles. And for, the, for many people, they don't have the ability to work on cars in their garage, at least not a modern-day car, that with all, of the, all the bells and whistles and all the technology that it comes with. So what Diesel saw was that students would not be coming out of school with the tools that they needed in order to work on a heavy-duty truck or a medium-duty truck. They said, we're going to invest in the tools that those, that those entry-level technicians need, really what, that all technicians need, provide those tools for those entry-level techs, and say, look, are you going to have to buy some tools? Yes. But are you going to have to buy $15,000, $20,000 worth of tools to be able to do your work? No, you're not. We're going to provide the vast majority of the tools that you need, and we're going to pay you somewhere between $18 and $22 an hour. Automotive service, collision repair, often we're starting at $10, $11, $12 an hour for entry-level techs and saying, but don't worry, you'll make more money in the future. You've just got to earn your stripes. And also, by the way, did you, do you have the tools that you need? Because you're probably going to need to uh, set up a uh, program with the tool man. And that puts the students behind the eight ball. They're already, they already may have debt. They're not making enough money necessarily they're, – they're really not making a living wage, and they've got to buy tools on top of that. I truly believe that if the diesel industry wanted to, they can and looks like they will start poaching from all transportation schools across the country. With SP2 Careers – We've got a database of more than 45,000 resumes of entry-level uh, students that are looking for opportunities. 33,000 of those are technicians looking for opportunities in automotive service, heavy-duty diesel, or collision repair. Of those, only 11,000 are really interested in the heavy-duty diesel industry. About 29,000 are interested in automotive service. But what we're seeing with those businesses that are reaching out to us Using our SP2 Careers resume database, what we're seeing with those businesses that are reaching out to us that are using our SP2 Careers resume database, many of them are coming from the medium-heavy truck industry. They're looking for diesel students first. However, they're happy to recruit the automotive service students and the collision repair students and bring them in. So as an industry, what do we need to do about it? Well, if you're a diesel organization, then keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're paying a better wage. You're setting the students up with better tools. You're seeing tools as an asset of a company. For automotive service, for collision repair, for dealerships, we've got to, we've got to take a good hard look at our recruiting practices, at our pay methods. If we're going to really think that we can compete – with the diesel industry or any industry, if you want to talk about uh, the aviation industry, the energy industry, and I'm talking about oil, gas, wind energy. If you want to look at uh, fleets, which often uh, fall under the, the diesel category or medium-heavy trucks, 
They're all paying more than we're paying to our students. We've got government fleets. We've got government organizations that are happy to hire our, our students away. And we, if we can't compete on pay, if we don't take a step back and look at our tools as an asset of the business instead of making uh, every new entry-level technician purchase their own tools – we're going to have a really hard time st- keeping up with diesel, keeping up with energy, keeping up with uh, aviation. And we are going to be a breeding ground for the next generation of technicians for all of the other industry segments. You know, I'm a, I'm a Kansas City uh, kid. I grew up, I watched the Royals, and for years the Royals were one of the worst teams in baseball. And basically we were there to get – players good enough so that other bigger city teams could come in and buy them up once they were good. That's kind of where what it looks like in the transportation industry and it kind of it's kind of scary, guys. It it worries me. I'd like to see automotive service and collision repair shops realizing that this is a significant issue, finding ways to work together as an industry to raise the entry-level pay rates, and to look at tools as, an, as a recruiting tool. Um, you know, one of the things that we see is that businesses that purchase tools and, and make that an asset of the business, first of all, that grows the value of their business. But second of all, if they're able to say, hey, look, come on in. You don't have to worry about tools with us. We've got all of that covered. You don't have to purchase tools. That's a recruiting opportunity to differentiate yourself from somebody else and if that entry-level technician decides that they want to leave after two or three years and they say you know what i'm out of here oh i'm sorry to hear that that's that's a shame however you do realize that if you go down to the shop down the street you are going to have to purchase 20 or thirty thousand dollars in tools that's a retention opportunity as well so these are things that i think that we all need to think about as an industry, really look at how do we change the game in terms of recruiting? How do we catch up to what diesel's doing? Because honestly, diesel can fix their technician shortage in one, two, three years if all they do as an industry is line up and recruit automotive service, collision repair, and heavy-duty diesel students. I'd like to see the entire transportation industry really get behind going after those entry-level techs and giving them a real opportunity. I'm Kyle Holt with SP2, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Find all Remarkable Results podcast content at remarkableresults.biz. Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.